I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. He's Tanger Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have The Silver Mist Forest. So, we're doing another story by Levi Athens. Uh, you may remember from such stories as Tending to the Graveyard. <laughs> and um, others. Actually, I think this is the... We've only done... Two of them so far, so <laughs> I'm sure they have done more than two of them. Yeah, and we plan on eventually covering the bulk of the other stories. So, uh, but yeah, for today we're doing the Silver Mist Forest. Uh, it's on Creepasta.wiki, so you can check it out there. Um, and uh, before I do the rundown, uh, starring the Rock, let's do our initial recommendations. I'm gonna recommend this one. Uh, I'm going to though partial recommend. Interesting. Uh, I'll recommend it. Okay. For the time being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see how our opinions change over the course of this discourse. Or better or worse. Yes. Uh, but now on to the rundown. So Nair discovers because again we don't get we don't get a name. It's just Nair. Nair Ator. Um discovers a place in their home state back in 1998 called Silver Mist Forest. They stumbled upon this place while hiking one night, and they went deeper and deeper in, at some point not realizing just how deep they were traversing, uh, and a thick fog rolled in. Uh, it was getting darker, and with only a compass, a sat phone, and a keychain flashlight, they began to feel like they were being followed, as they could hear footsteps behind them in the woods. <laughs> uh, this freak. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I just, I just had a little bit of PTSD from last night. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this naturally would freak a uh, freaked out Nair, and uh, they began to run, uh, eventually hitting a branch though and falling over. Uh, when they got back up, they found that their compass was maybe broken or something because it was just spinning round and round and round. Um, but they also discovered while they were looking around that there were power lines in the woods and they were able to follow them to the main trail and to safety. Though as Nair drove off, they did see a purple light in the sky above the trees. The next day, uh, they felt compelled to return to that forest, but doing so they encountered uh, a Bigfoot on the way there, like on the road. They they had to stop like quickly because some large hairy humanoid went across the road. Um, and then when they got into the woods, um, they were met by a, a strange forest ranger uh, demanding that they leave before vanishing in thin air. <laughs> and finally, mm. a spectral wolf creature uh, telling them psychically, it seemed, to turn back. Finally getting the hint, Nair got back to their car and drove home, but not before being escorted out of the wood of the, of the, the wooded region by a winged humanoid with red eyes. Um, talking later to friends and such uh, about the area and the woods, 
Um, several of their friends had similar experiences, it seemed, specifically with that forest and being pushed out of that forest by strange forces. Um, as stated earlier, that was all a long time ago. Like this was back in the 90s, dude. Um, and the only reason Nair is willing to share the story now in the modern in the present day is because recently in the news they found that the they they saw that the region of forest was engulfed in forest fires. Yeah. Engulfed in forest fires and that yeah, it really is. Uh, <laughs> why does this happen? How does this happen? In the rundown, two very topical events happening. Yeah, I know. At least as far as at least at the time of this recording. <laughs> Um, maybe not at the time of this thing getting posted, but we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that forest burned down, uh, as a result of some kind of forest fire. So it's safe to say that the creature or the thing that was in the woods is probably not coming back as it was. Um, but there are similar places of strangeness all over the world. Uh, and you, and, and as Nair kind of finishes off here, uh, they, they state kind of, they give us this kind of like, cliched kind of ending of like like you should be careful of those darker places in the around the world finn so uh that was the rundown of uh the silver mist forest and i suppose then we'll move on to everyone tolerates the grand inquisitions at this point uh i've got a couple i'm gonna start with this one here Deep within the mountainous valleys of my home state, I found a strange forest called the Silver Mist Forest, but no one can ever go there. So, a little bit of a nitpick, but I'd have gone with I found a strange place called the Silver Mist Forest, so as not to kind of double down on forest in the same sentence. Oh, yeah. Like, That's I found true. a strange forest called the Silver Mist Forest. <laughs> it was a forest. <laughs> over here yeah they mostly come at night mostly deep within the forest this in the forest heavy valleys of my home state i found a strange forest called the Sil silver mist forest it's or a forest, or even another <laughs> or even better yeah. deep within the mountainous valley forests of my home state's forests i found, I found a strange forest <laughs> called <laughs> the silver mist forest well yeah. we're really putting a lot of ham on this for no reason yeah just, yeah, yeah the, 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 like silliness aside like just this is probably a nitpick, but yeah, I, I could have done with like a different name, or like a, another word for forest, like so that we weren't double down. That's all it was. That's fair. For yeah. me, I have a different nitpick on this one. Okay. I feel there's too many commas. I feel uh... the first one isn't really necessary because the way I yeah. read it is deep within the mountainous valleys of my home state, I found a strange forest called the Silver Mist Forest, but no one can ever go there. Like there's too many stops. For me, yeah, I, I would just go deep within the mountainous valleys of my home state. I found a strange forest called the Silver Mist Forest, but no one can ever go there. Or maybe it yeah. sees out the end. Yeah. Because sort of foreboding. And, and get rid of the, the comma after home state. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually 100% on that. I think that could that could easily just be like just a full sentence. And then the comma or like you said, an ellipses uh, after Silver Mist Forest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially because that's saying something weird and not anomalous. What's the word for that? Um, like uh, foreboding. Yeah, that's the word I said before. Okay, I thought it was a different word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So on to my next one then. Um, I didn't expect to be there at dark. I I'm 
I feel like it should be. I didn't expect to be there after dark. Um, because like for some reason, like at dark didn't sit well with me. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a nitpick or is it is that actually like? Do you think it's a legitimate issue? It's a little nitpicky, yeah. but I mean, ever at dark after dark, it's the same thing. Regardless, yeah. Like he didn't expect to be there when it was getting dark enough that he would need a light. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even like I, I think it's just the at dark kind of like it sounds weird to me, like when it, when you read it. But so like I didn't expect to be there when it got dark. Maybe even though, like I'd accept that as well. But both work. Yeah. Like, I know it options just work. It's just yeah. what each individual person prefers is all. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, did it break in the fall or was something affecting it? Luckily, I was able to follow some nearby power lines back to safety. Wait, okay. (laughs) Maybe segue a bit better in introducing the power lines. (laughs) Like you were almost there. I I assume electricity in the power lines might affect the compass and why it was spinning. Like as long as, like if if the charge was strong enough from those power lines, but you need to give us some kind of discovery sentence in there somewhere. Like, so did it break in the fall or was it something affecting it? Luckily enough, as I looked around for any cause, I spotted some power lines trailing through the woods, just visible through the fog. I was able to follow these lines back to safety. Yeah. That That's how I would have fixed it. Like, it just does seem a lot more natural instead of them just fabricating uh, lines out of nowhere. Yeah, like unless unless of course the power lines are actually the the shape changing entity of the story, <laughs> like trying awesome. to lead them to get the fuck out. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. I kind of <laughs> like that too. I just <laughs> thought of that now. <laughs> like, I, pretty neat. <laughs> that's actually, but that needs to be described. So, oh, well, I don't. I don't like. How would you describe? How would you like? Describe that you all of a sudden found those. It's like suddenly, like were those were those power lines always there? <laughs> like. I thought I doubled back, but I guess this is a new area. Oh well, <laughs> like yeah. something like that. Yeah, some some kind of like thing like that because like that is such a cool because like this thing is clearly like oh I'll get into my actual thoughts like later, but yeah. like this thing's clearly some kind of shape changer. So yeah, um, and uh, actually speaking of the creature itself, um, turn back. It whispered. The silver wolf took a step forward. I stood frozen for a moment with. The pe- with panic growing within me turn b-a-c-k <laughs> it said again increasing in volume oh okay so apparently so when i first read this i literally read it as like turn b-a-c-k and then i read it continue reading it's like oh it means like turn back <laughs> like like they're using the dashes to extend back yeah. but yeah. there's yeah so there's dashes <laughs> it's kind of separating b-a-c and k and I, I get kind of, after you, after we find it like it's increasing in volume. It's like okay, so it's using that to like kind of in, increase that. But like I feel like an all caps of turn back would be enough or or would be sufficient rather than dashes <laughs> or do uh, repeated letters like turn b b b b b a a c c c c c because then yeah like be it turn drawn out yeah like turn mm-hmm. back yeah. yeah. But yeah, as it is now, like when I read that, like I don't read like tur- like my my go to isn't turn back, it's turn B A C K. 
Lister Wolf was like, let me spell it out for you. Yeah, that would have worked, actually. The shit, that fucking would have worked. Like, it's like, whisper. <laughs> it's like, here, like, you're not getting the message. Let me spell it out for you. Turn B A C K back. <laughs> like, and plus, we get a little bit of snark from this entity. Yeah. <laughs> some, some actual, like, so we get some personality that would be, like, really cool. <laughs> Damn it! I kind of like that now too. Damn it! Makes it a little silly though. It, it does, but at the same time, it gives the char- the creature character, which I'm down for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the end of my um, grammar acquisition. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. All right, uh, I have a conjunction junction. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But to my surprise, the noise was gone. It wasn't a plane or anything like that. But what was chasing me? It was like a piece of me was still there. It darted its way onto the road ahead. It disappeared into the thick wilderness, never to return again. It would only get weirder from there. It felt even stranger than before. It was only then that I noticed that his name tag was blank and that one of the patches on his shoulders was upside down. It wasn't just the fog covering him. He disappeared entirely before my eyes. It was a frightening specter in the shape of a wolf. It was much larger than any bird, a man-sized winged being. It moved with all the ease of a fish swimming through water. Its wingspan was massive, and as it swooped lower, I saw that it had light gray skin and glowing red eyes. It scowled down at me. It circled above a few times and then flew off, vanishing out of sight. It was as if the forest had its own way of keeping you out or letting you know that you shouldn't be there. It's a mystery that pulls you in but turns you away before you can understand it. It shines in the distance of our knowledge, but fades from sight when we approach. It's a place off limits to reality, a place that human beings aren't allowed to go. It's said that a massive fire ripped through that forest, burning away everything in sight. Finn. Wow. Okay, so before it became just a very succinct version of the rundown, <laughs> um, when you got to like, it's like it had like you're describing like the like how it's uh, it's um, the the ranger's like uniform was wrong, and then like it had like it was suddenly a wolf's head or something. So I'm just like, first there was there was wolf cop, now wolf ranger. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing. Have you never heard about wolf cop? No. It's like basically he's a cop who's a werewolf. It's like a kind of a, a not I don't I think it's a homage to like those like really cheesy like 70s like uh exploitation film or like like uh like buddy cop movies and such. It sounds like it. 
Yeah, I think it's by like uh, Rodriguez or uh, one of the like the guy who did Spy Kids and or Machete. Um, okay. But yeah, then then the then your rundown or your uh, your rundown, uh, then your uh, your your story just became like or your your uh, your um, conjunction junction just became a more succinct version of the rundown <laughs> as it kept going because it's just like oh this thing's actually just it's, she, they're being stalked by some kind of shape changing thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way that I uh, heard it is basically he was describing the park ranger in his outfit and then the park ranger disappeared and then. After he disappeared, he went back to actually describe what the park ranger looked like, who, through the combination of all those descriptors, is like a humanoid furry wolf guy wearing a park ranger suit, but he also has, like, wings, and he's also really <laughs> pale. Like, all of those creatures combined into one. So it's, so it's like a, not, not a, I was going to go with a griffin, but it's like, no, so basically it's a winged white fang. <laughs> Uh, fur or like or, no, it's a ranger. It's actually a forest ranger in a fur suit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> of, a, of a of a winged white fang. Mm-hmm. Or he's Thunderbolt from uh from from Beast Wars. He's cosplaying as Be- as Thunderbolt from Beast Wars. I don't remember Thunderbolt. Third season. Uh, they had a uh, like they used, it was in during the trans metal, um, phase of the uh, of the Transformers series. That's very uh, aggressive of them. I know it is um, where they had a, a character that was uh, that was crossed between a wolf and an eagle. So and they called him Silverbolt. Silverbolt. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Not Thunderbolt. <laughs> Silverbolt. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I see him. He looks cute. Yeah. He has yellow weapons, which makes him <laughs> immediately cool. Then I'm surprised you, you probably love his uh, the counterpart that he had for the for the for the Predacons, which was uh, like a scorpion snake or like co- scorpion cobra uh, mix that was like all yellow and like some teal mixed in. Is that Scorponok? No, no, it, it was the replacement effectively for Scorponox. Um, really? Quick, quick strack. Quick he had like yeah, because he, he had like he had like a drawl to him. <laughs> Look out there! He has to be saying that for a reason. <laughs> like, like I literally have like I, I have this distinct memory of from like a scene of him where he's like getting like thrown back at like a bunch of the Predacons, and he's all like they look as they're looking up at him, and, like you're seeing his like him like coming down at him. And he just he's you just hear look out now, <laughs> <laughs> quick strike. <laughs> they call me quick strike. <laughs> he looks dope as fuck. Actually, he, he is. He is dope as fuck. <laughs> what are oh, we talking man. about? Creepasta, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Creepasta called the Silver Mist Forest, not oh, Beast yeah. Wars. Beast Wars, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, technically, the story it, it is kind of related because the story is about some kind of shape changing thing, That's and true. like, uh, though the, as far as we know, it's not robots, robots in dis- <laughs> it, Yeah, they might be robots in disguise. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, all right, um. And the reason why Mikey does these conjecture junctions is so we can go on these huge tirades <laughs> and tangents <laughs> forever. But no, yeah. um, it's to highlight all these sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like its, ends, or buts, because there's always better words to use. Yeah. And using its is like the number one like trap that everyone falls into, including all of us, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, all right, then uh, I guess you're up there, uh, gamer. <laughs> guess I am. I must have been caught up in my own mind or some kind of daze because, for whatever reason, I just kept walking and walking without realizing how far I'd gone in. 
I just blended right into that without making it seem like I, I, <laughs> I literally was like, I thought you were just, you were actually talking like, and then it was like, Oh no, that's the quote. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Either way in that quote, it's um, the same as before. Uh, there's, I feel like there's one too many commas in there. Okay. First one seems okay. The second one seems unnecessary. Uh, it goes like, uh, in my own mind or in some kind of days, comma, because for whatever reason, comma, I just kept walking. Meanwhile, it could just go because for whatever reason, I just kept walking and walking without realizing how far I'd gone in. There doesn't need to be a break there, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, again, uh, for the third time, for the last time, probably, an unnecessary comma here. Uh, before long, it was getting dark, and a thick fog was rolling in from a nearby window. So the first one, it feels unnecessary, because you could just go, before long, it was getting dark, and a thick fog was rolling in, you know? Yeah. It seems a little unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is kind of related to what you said before. I was trying to find this quote, but it, I couldn't find it when you were talking about it uh, in regards to the dark part. But I'm looking at it in a very different way. Maybe it's paranoia, but I swear I kept hearing someone behind me, stepping with every step. I didn't expect to be there at dark. So I feel that the mention of not expecting to be there at dark is a bit out of place. Um... It was most recently talking about Nair's fear that someone was following them. It being dark out doesn't directly connect to that, unless it's saying something like, with it getting dark, I couldn't see too far behind me, so I couldn't tell if it was my mind playing tricks on me or not. Like, the darkness doesn't have anything to do with his paranoia right now, Mm -hmm. but it's dropped as if it is, like, without any context to it. And then at the next... At the start of the next paragraph, it could be like, sorry, one way to change it would be to remove it from this, so all the paranoia is on its own paragraph, because this is at the end of a paragraph anyways. And then at the start of the next one, have it go, I didn't expect to be there at dark, but I trekked onward anyway with what little light I had, a small keychain flashlight from my car keys. So then you're separating his paranoia from it being dark. Yeah. And then my last one here. Hang on, I just want to read it so I know what I'm talking about. Yep. Right, right, right. Next one here. Then the footsteps got louder and faster. I looked behind me, peering through the cloud of fog, but I couldn't see a thing. By this time, I decided it was a good idea to head back. I turned around, going west, but the noises seemed to still follow me. I kind of wish that there was some mention of Nair being hesitant about going back due to walking towards the sounds that he was worried about before. Uh, yeah, unless unless he saw like as when he stopped, he saw he he heard that it was like going around him, like it was like trying to like cut him off or something, like a, like in the fog or something. Maybe, but from the sounds of it, yeah, it doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like he's just walking into the into danger. <laughs> but he, there's no mention of that until like a little later on. Um, also, for it to hammer home a bit more that even though Nair turned around, it was um, it was walking. Sorry. Also, it would be nice for it to hammer home a bit more 
that even though Nair turned around and was walking towards where the sounds were coming from, they were now coming from behind him still, even though he's walking in the other direction, as if whatever was following him just teleported behind him. Yeah. Like, it's always behind him. Yeah. And it does say in, like, the next line that Nair going back... Sorry. I gotta slow down. It does say in the next line that when Nair was going back, he was more concerned, but it's after he started doing it, so when he started doing it, it seemed like it didn't really, it didn't bother him that he was heading towards where he was scared of before. Yeah. It is peculiar. to get that out there. <laughs> yeah. Words, man, they're hard. Yep. Again, another, yeah. another t-shirt for Aldente Rigamortis, Redbubble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Words, they're hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gamer in yellow, 2023. <laughs> yeah. But that's about it for my grammar in yellow right now. Okay. Uh, well, that's actually a kind of a, an okay. Like your the, that uh, that selection of of uh, of quote is actually a, uh, that you had there is actually a good segue to our actual thoughts. This is not in my notes because of how recent, how quickly, and how recently this happened. So, as of this recording, <laughs> uh, you may have seen this on Twitter on my on my posting on Twitter uh, a few weeks a few weeks back, but. Um, so last night, <laughs> uh, I, so I, I want to preface this. I read the story and took my notes two days ago. <laughs> um, last night, before uh, the night before the, we start, uh, the day we started recording this episode, uh, I was letting my dog Lucy out to go to the washroom. And when I went to go check on her, I saw that it looks she was like partially in the darkness, like fr- away from the spotlight of the patio. And like I turned, I opened the door to look at her, look for her because I thought she might be like eating something or she was like looking out at something in the darkness. So I get out there and I hear like this, like it sounded like rain to me. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Is it, I guess it's still raining. And then I looked around, it was perfectly dry on the ground. It's like, it's not rain. That's something's moving on, like something's like trotting on like leaves and like underbrush in the woods beyond our house. (laughs) And it's getting louder. I eat closer to me and it's moving faster. I could not see it in the darkness. All I had was the spotlight on, on the patio area. So I call out to Lucy to come inside and the sound stops. <laughs> and that was scarier <laughs> than when it was quick. It, it was, t- uh, it was uh, quickening its pace towards me. <laughs> Fortunately, we made it back inside, and I locked all my doors and and locked every, and shut every door in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like re- like just like reading this story, like doing that rundown from earlier, and like getting to that part in the in our in this story, I was like, huh, <laughs> year of the conspiracy board <laughs> or year of the familiarizing board. Um, it really seems like it. Every single episode, yeah. you have some real world connection. Yeah. And then like never mind the fact that this story ends with the uh the uh the the forest the the silver mist forest going up in a forest fire. <laughs> Looks out my window at the at Canada. <laughs> yep, it's still on fire. <laughs> <laughs> why why does this happening this this year? I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah, I just I had to get that out there because like otherwise it was wasn't gonna make any sense to our reactions during the rundown. <laughs> Why we were kind of like, oh, oh, that's that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, but that's not cool. Yes. Um, but onto my actual thoughts, my my actual actual thoughts, like the ones that are noted down. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to start with this quote here. A bizarre atmosphere loomed over me as I walked deeper into this troubling environment. Before long, it was getting dark, and a thick fog was rolling in from a nearby hollow. The fog scattered across the mountain, obscuring the places in between each tree and turning it into a maze of obstacles. So we don't get a state on this one. Like he says, like my home state, but he never, the, the, the narrator never gives us a, an actual state. But I wonder if the silver mist forest borders the Stillwood of West Virginia <laughs> uh, in Mason County, i.e. Icker Falls. <laughs> Isn't the Stillwoods thing the fact that it doesn't want you to leave? Like um, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Maybe this forest borders it because, <laughs> like, ah, uh, I see. It's not mo- still. Yeah. Well, also because, like, the uh, a thick fog coming down on a uh, coming coming rolling in from a nearby hollow, or as they would call it, a holler. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's just like, yeah, no, that's uh, huh. Like, we don't get we don't get the exact state. Like, cause it could be anywhere in 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 America. Um, but there's a few little context clues that made me want to think. It's like, is this a Nicker Falls story? I mean, it's not probably. But <laughs> my head cannon got, yeah, my head cannon started, uh, started, um, started whirring to life. Firing off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, I sat up and tried to reorient myself. But when I looked at my compass, something was wrong. The needle on the compass was spinning around and around like crazy. Okay. So this is going to be an in joke for our sister podcast, One Less Die. <laughs> And anybody who's listened to our Grumble Hammer uh, 1920s campaign over there. But a spinning compass? Roll sand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just, uh, yeah, if if you know, you know. (laughs) So. um, Next thing here, though. um, So I said earlier, like, oh, this this clearly, like, must um, border on the Stillwood and, like, Icker Falls and such, right? Well, when we get this. I sat there in the middle of the road for a while, shocked and dumbfounded by what just happened. Maybe it was hubris, foolhardiness, or something else that came over me. But I kept driving. It would only get weirder from there. And I was like, really? The uh, the creepy Icker Falls-esque fog scenario and like thing like stalking you in the woods? Uh, UFO phenomena? A Bigfoot in the middle of the road as you're driving back to that forest trail? I take it back. The Silver Mist Forest borders Erie, Indiana. <laughs> that sort of thing is commonplace there. Erie, yep. Indiana is a 1990s uh, TV show about a town where everything in the kitchen sink of the paranormal exists. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot eats out of the main character's trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mikey knows what I'm talking about because I, I think he gave me his uh, his uh, his his uh, DVD copy of the of uh, of the show. Yep. <laughs> in fact, I think I have it somewhere in my on my shelf. <laughs> somewhere in the, yep, there it is. It's at the very end. yep, Erie, Indiana. Found it. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, West Virginia, Indiana, they're not too far off. They're like a, I think a state away. <laughs> Wait, so is this just in Ohio? <laughs> Because I think West Virginia, I think the state between West Virginia and, and Indiana is Ohio, if I'm if my geography is correct. Probably not. 
but who knows? I'm just gonna. I guess. Well, I was. I was. I was down there earlier, like this in the year. So, yeah. Like today? (laughs) No, no. Like I said, in the year. Well, Mm. last year, anyway. Anyway, yes, I was correct. Uh, West Virginia borders Ohio and then borders Indiana. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I digress. Uh, Move on to my next thing. Um. Apparently, this is just going to be an episode of just me referencing other things. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, podcast. Yeah, really. Um, I'm going to need you to. I'm going to need you to turn around and head back to the main trail now. He said, giving me a stern look. Something didn't quite. Something didn't feel quite right about this guy. His voice sounded almost unnatural, like a stage performer delivering a line. It was only then that I noticed that his name tag was blank. And that one of the patches on his shoulder was upside down. And so this was in regards to the the strange uh, forest ranger that um, that Nair encounters. And all I got to say to this is, well, you know, you know what they say: you can't spell stranger without ranger. And if you know what actual play podcast I am referencing, leave a comment in the comment section below. This gets posted. And I, I say, who says that? <laughs> it, it, it's 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 from a it's a bit from. Yeah from something gotcha. <laughs> um but but seriously though um yeah nair really just should have like noped out of there like asap we'd have no story if that's we case. i mean no, there's no always we'd have a story it's just like but nair wouldn't be in control of of like the situation because the thing is like stalking her out like we, we'd have that whole like chasing out of the woods of like and it's shifting and changing but mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, move on to the next thing here. I looked back over my shoulder and saw the man vanish into thin air. It wasn't just the fog covering him. He disappeared entirely before my eyes. I kept walking back to my car. I knew when I knew then that something was very strange and seriously wrong about this forest. Either this place was messing with my mind or the strange or the strangest of beings had claimed it as their home. Honestly, the thick fog that keeps rolling in through might just be some kind might just have some kind of like hallucinatory properties to it. Like this could be super mundane and it's like a gas leak kind of seeping out of the earth. And that's what actually is like what the fog actually is, is some kind of like natural gas like that causes like hallucinations in in people. It could even be like a government test site kind of thing where like they're they've they've accidentally or purposely leaked out this like this uh, this gas into the mists or in a a mist form um, into this uh, this this forest. For some kind of experiment, or it could be supernatural and Nair has stumbled upon a haven for the bizarre, i.e. Erie, Indiana, (laughs) the woods around Erie, Indiana. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly possible. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing I have here is, uh, as I drove off from the trail entrance, I saw something lift up from beyond the pine trees. It was much larger than any bird, a man-sized winged being. The giant bird glided effortlessly through the sky. It moved with all the ease of a fish swimming, (laughs) of a fish swimming through water. Its wingspan was massive. And as it swooped low, Sorry, I had to burp. And as it swooped lower, I saw that it had light gray skin and glowing red eyes. It scowled down at me. So, just checking here. 
or, or just checking in from my previous uh, comment, but like, or like of like what exactly uh, Nair has ha- had to deal with in this forest, a vanishing strange forest ranger, uh, a spectral wolf mm-hmm. creature and the Mothman, <laughs> or, or I guess maybe it could even be the Thunderbird, but I, it, the description actually kind of reminded me more of the Mothman descriptions than a, an actual bird. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my early assum- earlier assumption about this being in West Virginia isn't discounted quite yet. Like it, it's still like, maybe you know, I, I think actually like it's in West Virginia. No, it's in Indiana. No, it's in West Virginia. No, it's in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, um, split the difference. And it just, it's in this is this takes place in Ohio somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I don't know how both of those states have just migrated here. Yeah, although I'm, I don't think I don't know 100 percent if Ohio. Yeah, Ohio doesn't really have any mountains. Um, like they got hills in the eastern part of of Ohio, but they don't got mountains like uh, West Virginia. And I know for a fact Indiana does not have mountains. <laughs> Indiana is flat, <laughs> as uh, as my several trips down to Gen Con have uh, have denoted. <laughs> it's like the prairies of America. It's just the Midwest, so like yeah. the Midwest is just the prairies of of America. So like that's basically like, yeah, basically from like Indiana or oh, uh, Western Ohio or Central Ohio to like basically like Kansas is just flat. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I digress once more. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, the West Virginia thing couldn't be discounted. Uh, I also now like, at this point in the story, I was like. I was wondering if this super, if this thing, if this thing is indeed like some kind of supernatural entity, as as I uh, postulated here, um, I wonder if it's all one entity rather than like several, like living in here, and it's just capable of shape changing. So it's just trying to like Scooby Doo scare people out of its lair, <laughs> um, like it's just taking on different Actual like supernatural shit. Yeah, so like it's it's a bit of a blend between like uh, Pennywise and and scooby-doo in that like it's trying to keep people out of this this uh this um this forested area with like its supernatural shape-changing abilities like have we ever seen the 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 strange ranger and the wolfman and and the the mothman creature in the same place at once i think not and the power lines <laughs> yeah, and the power lines <laughs> God, that was such a i really hope like that was supposed to be that the power lines were the creature too <laughs> i think that's so sick that would be so fucking cool. Like it's it's so weird that I'm saying that. It's like it'd be so fucking cool if those power lines were actually the creature. <laughs> it is fucking cool. It's not it weird is cool because it's because it's out of place. Yeah, because like by the time you realize that there's potentially a shape changing creature or creatures at all that are supernatural, you may have already encountered it. God, it's like that fucking. Um, there's a a creepypasta of sorts on YouTube. Actually, I don't think there's actually a written version of it. But there's like a video narrated version of it on uh, YouTube by the little the little fear or the little fears, and it's about a lamp post that is not a lamp post. It's like a lamp post mimic or something. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I digress again. I'm gonna. I'm just digressing is the word of the day. <laughs> it is for you at least. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the next thing here. Um. One of my friends said that she'd been hiking through there when suddenly she got the odd feeling that she had to leave. That theme repeated it in all of the stories. <clears throat> Sorry, in all their stories. 
the thought randomly popping into their minds that they had to get out of there. It was as if the forest had its own way of keeping you out or letting you know that you shouldn't be there. Okay, so I mentioned earlier about the um, uh, my, my experience last night, <laughs> um, which I'm pretty sure I was more creeped out by that because I've been watching and listening to a lot of like Appalachian forest trail stories and stuff of late. So like that did not help. <laughs> well, um, it did help. Just <laughs> it, it helped, but it didn't it help cause it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to call this uh, this being the year of of connective tissues. Uh, I'm going to call this segment of our show uh, moving forward uh, connective tissues time. Yeah. Um, I've recently found out. Uh, so I had actually recently only only recently found out about um these stories of like the Appalachian mountains and hill and like forests where people like you, you go out into those woods and like, if you hear whispers or like something sounding like a person, like mocking a bird cry or like saying your name or something like that, you need to get the fuck out <laughs> um, because it is some kind of entity stalking you and you are its next meal ticket or something else like horrible. Something RPX Adam neglected to share with me when I was down in Kentucky back last summer, despite being well informed about this from local legend. Um, not that I'm bitter <laughs> at all. I mean, he may have been trying to get you killed, but that's fine. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, and and honestly, again, like this story sort of fits that bill of like something in the woods. Um, is like trying to like scare the shit out of you or like or like trying to either lure you in or repel you away from the from an area because sometimes that is like what the voices are like they try to like like keep you out of somewhere yeah. um and in fact it yeah and, and in fact it reminded me a little bit of this of a little a little song I, I i've got here of course it does something's out there older than the trees older than the mountains and makes you want to scream country road <laughs> Take me home, away from the place I don't belong. West Virginia, mountain monsters. Take me home, country road. You start crying through that. <laughs> well, because like, he wants to go home. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I would have replaced, um, I think, I forget what you said, but uh, with flea instead of whatever you said. Makes me want to scream, yeah. Makes me want to flee. Well, You're trying yeah. To that's fair. Well, I don't because it makes me want to scream, "Country road, take me home!" <laughs> like, oh, I get, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Away from the place where I don't belong. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I in yeah. these podcasts, we really do. <laughs> we're eventually we're just gonna have like an album. <laughs> yeah. Of like mock of mock songs that we've come up <laughs> over the years. It's like it's like the creep pasta uh, Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway moving on i think this is yeah this is my last bit here the reason i felt compelled to tell about this decades later is that a few days ago i saw a news story about the area it said that a massive fire ripped through the forest burning away everything in sight i don't have to worry about some idiot like me reading this story and heading out there now god damn it <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> no, no, but like, like, damn it! I, I would totally go into these woods. <laughs> of course, you would. Um, that's the end of the Silver Mist Forest. Whatever was there has taken its secrets with it. However, 
it's not the only place out there like this. I know it's not the only place. You shouldn't be aware of that. There are places on this earth where monsters roam, where unexplained lights glow in the night sky, and where people and animals aren't quite what they seem. You just have to know where to look. And sometimes, if you're like me, you'll find it by accident. So we're just going to skip over the the, the wildfire thing again. <laughs> mm. um, this was, this ending basically gave me some ideas for game fodder. So I'm passing on the savings to you, listener and co-host. Damn it. <laughs> First off, a Delta Green game where you're brought in on a mission to investigate some bizarre sightings in a in a forest. Um and eventually you're ba- you basically start dealing with the shape-changing entity in the woods and stuff like that. Um like maybe it's trying to force you out and you're like no we got to investigate this deep we must go deeper. <laughs> and eventually by the end of the scenario you need to cover up the evidence either after you've dealt with the problem entity or perhaps as a way of dealing with the creature or the entity you basically have to start a forest fire to cover up your uh cover up your tracks and to, and or to expel the, the entity from the woods. Yeah. Um my second idea we are the men in plaid. The men in plaid, yeah. Men in plaid, forestry defenders. <laughs> uh yeah, so you're basically forest agent or forestry agents uh of mon- you're sorry, you're a forestry agents. No. You're you're a forestry agency of monster hunters who travel across America the Americas. Could be Canada and North and and the United States. It doesn't have to be just America. Uh and it could also even be anywhere around the world because there are forest parks literally all over the planet. <laughs> um, it could be a global, um, uh, an international agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I could see this being done. Like, so yeah, you go around like hunting down like various monsters, like this shape changing creature or whatever. Um, and I could see this being done in a number of systems. Like Monster of the Week seems to be the most appropriate one for me right now. Like. You're just tasked with going to like a like a, a national park to like deal with these shape changing creatures that like stalk in the woods and such. Like again, the story just kind of reiterates the forests are scary, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's not our uh, our territory anymore, so it's scary. <laughs> it was never our territory. I mean, the uh, kind of yeah, maybe. No, <laughs> not really. Ago. We were we were we we walked into those woods with with torches, <laughs> like like that. We were never. We were never um, residents of those forests. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's the end of my um, my actual thoughts. Um, so, Mikey, these stands for evil. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to prefix this with. Uh, I'm guessing I wasn't really in a good mood when I read this story. Oh, so. <laughs> So partially recommended it. it is shocking then. Yeah. So the the first uh, my actual thought here is about the first line. Deep within the mountainous valleys of my home state, I found a strange forest called the Silver Mist Forest, but no one can ever go there. End of story. No one can ever go there. <laughs> yes, but we still want to hear why it, like, no one can ever go there. I mean, technically, people can go there if they know where it is. 
it's they, just torched now too. Like, like we do find out why they said that. No one can ever go there. But it's not because like, like you should. Well, first off, you shouldn't go there because of the story that we're about to hear. But also, by the end of the story, it's like, no, you can't go there technically anymore because it's been torched. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's explained later, but the yeah. very get-go, I was just like, so there's no story. All right. <laughs> um, and then the next actual thought is more of a, it'd be nice if things were explained a bit sooner. Because he says, uh, I had with me my a compass and one of those old emergency satellite phones in case I really need to call for help. And then later, I trekked onward, aided only by the small keychain flashlight from my car keys. I'm like, why didn't you tell us you had the flashlight sooner? And why don't you have a regular flashlight? Because you have a honking old emergency satellite phone. <laughs> also, why doesn't he ever use the honking satellite phone? Ever? Yeah, to the story's like detriment, I do feel like there should have been some kind of explanation as to why the sat phone was never used. Like maybe that was like he tried it and like it didn't it, even it didn't give you any any signal, or maybe it broke alongside with the when the compass was like acting up. Yeah, when he like bashed into the tree. Yeah, maybe yeah. it broke it. Because that's a good way to give the character something that could potentially save them in this situation, but they can't because it gets ruined. Or yeah, yeah, it gives them the safe appearance. It gives them that safety blanket and then rips it away. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I was just like annoyed that yeah, it's okay that he has it, but why wasn't it explained sooner? Like he, he start he lists off two things that he has with him. Before this trip, but he doesn't mention the flashlight until he needs it. I think it's because he wasn't planning on being there at night, so that wasn't part of what he packed to bring for the purpose of going in the woods. It was yeah, just an yeah, afterthought. Yeah. It's like him listing what shoes and what socks he brought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He just but, happened I mean, to have that on him. Yeah. It just annoyed me. As long as it wasn't a cell phone light, honestly, like if this is a somewhat modern story. Well, 1998, dude. <laughs> is it 98? Was yeah, it it's a, the, the, this is when uh, 1998 was when the when the uh, when he went hi- when he discovered the stra- uh, the the silver mist forest. Right. I did not write down the year. Never mind. All right. All right. So my next actual thought is in regards to the footsteps. Yeah. So. Uh, the quote here is, maybe it was paranoia, but I swear I kept hearing someone behind me, stepping with my every step. Which was like, oh, this is adding some creep factor to it. That's nice. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then the footsteps got louder and faster. I looked behind me, peering through the cloud of fog, but I couldn't see a thing. And to me, that that ruined the suspense of is there something or isn't there? See, maybe it's my own personal <laughs> experience last night, but that only added to this creepiness because, like, I experienced that. <laughs> like, the other way to look at it is 
there still might be something there, but you just can't see it. We've read a couple of stories yeah. where there is something just on the other side of the veil, basically, like a giant robotic uh, yeah. tiger that can just rip you to shreds just if you walk into a light. Yeah, and all you can hear mm. is the you can just hear the echo across the the, the veil between worlds, mm. or yeah. maybe it's the predator. <laughs> yeah, literally, just like an it's invisible a, creature. Yeah, some kind of like invisible being or something, something that you can't see but you can hear, like. I always get creeped out. Like again, la- again, see last night, <laughs> but also more important, like other more, more prevalently, like that's one thing that does kind of like, I know like it's, it, it's probably a hoaxed like very easily, but in like ghost videos and stuff like that, when like somebody like hears or like records like a stairwell and you just hear footsteps running up, but you don't see anything that fucking gives me a chill every time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. if, And I think that I don't even think that's like a, like, Oh my god, that's real! I believe in go in, in this ghost thing. It's like I don't even think that's that. I think it's just like that's the anxiety of of like hearing something but not seeing something and panicking from that. Yeah, because you should be seeing yeah. something. So why aren't they yeah. seeing it? That yeah, that's more like the the prey predator sort of thing. Like you don't know where the where the threat is coming from. <laughs> you just hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then later, my imagine ugh, my imagination then decided to mess with me. The idea that perhaps a bear or some other animal was the cause of the noises entered my mind, and once it was there, I couldn't shake it. To which I'm like, well, no, duh, of course it's most likely an animal. You're in a forest. <laughs> Did yeah. you immediately assume it was something paranormal? No. like No. Because <laughs> it said eventually, oh, it's probably a bear, but like he was already spooked by it first before yeah. he assumed it was an animal. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Uh, again, pointing to my my experience last night, I'm yeah. sure it was a coyote. It was uh-huh. totally a coyote. But my fucking, my, you guys know my fucking brain. <laughs> I was definitely wondering if I, it was something else, <laughs> something out there. <laughs> All right. So my next actual thought now is I, ha- I have a few quotes here. Uh, I wandered off the typical hiking trail while in an adventuring mood and had all but gotten lost in the dense pine trees. Yeah. And then later, in a sudden panic, I made the mistake of running. In a full sprint, I took off passing through the mist and dodging the trees. Uh, There is no trail. And if you're in the thick of it in a forest, you're bound to hit roots or something. Yeah. Like, there is no full sprint running in a forest. And then the next quote that I have is, Then, when maneuvering through the narrow space through two scraggly trees, a jutted out branch caught me and sent me veering to the side and falling backwards. And I'm like, I saw this a mile away. Yeah. Yeah, you're speaking in a forest that you do not know. You're going to fall. It also could be could have been a lot worse. Like running, running, running. <laughs> just oh look, I've been impaled. Because uh. <laughs> if these are pine trees, like the pine trees usually have those like nasty, like broken pieces at ground level-ish, around ground level. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so it just 
the whole I went to have at a full sprint in the forest just no no you, you probably didn't yeah, that was that was definitely an exaggeration <laughs> maybe it's just yeah. like as fast as I could physically run in the uneven terrain of the forest yeah I got out of yeah, there as that... I could would be yeah. a better way to um say it more vaguely but also more accurately yeah. because of that mhm still give a sense of urgency but also like not be unrealistic <laughs> yeah yeah uh and then my final actual thought that i have here um is when he's leaving the forest and the quote is i hesitate to call it an unidentified flying object but that description certainly fits and i'm just like i'm not saying it's aliens but, but it's aliens. aliens. Now, <laughs> great. Now Nair is just that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy hair and uh, all. Uh, and then the, the next sentence is, at this point, I just wanted to go home. To which my response was, same here, buddy. Same here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where I checked out and just read the rest of the story. Oh, all right. Because it's like that. This yeah. this story has too many shenanigans going on. I'm just gonna turn off my mind so I can read the rest of the story. Swear to God, I'm gonna pistol whip the next person who has shenanigans. Hey, Farva, what's that really cool? Pl- what's that? What's that restaurant you really like? Oh, what shenanigans? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from super troopers oh okay right uh we need to watch super troopers again i fucking love that movie (laughs) it's such a good movie uh (laughs) sorry (laughs) all right so that's all you got then for actual thoughts yeah all right well i'm sorry that you 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 were in such a a crummy mood when you read this story or you're put in such a crummy mood from it it happens to us all yeah all right, uh, gamer. Let's hear your uh, uh, your thoughts on the story. Okay. First thing, uh, there's a picture that no one talked about. Um, is there? I thought those. You're right. You know what? I thought it was. I I took a look at that video, that picture, and I thought it was one of the videos of like because there's uh, various people who have narrated the story. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. But yep, pretty accurate picture to how I imagined it. Yep. Based on. Uh, yeah, based on the pines, I'm gonna say that this it might not even it might not be uh West Virginia area because it might it might be more West Coast because uh again as I was as I discovered when I went down to Kentucky, there aren't as many pine forests down there. <laughs> but yeah, either way, yeah, I will digress. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I digressed. Are you proud of me, Dad? <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> okay. Um, so I know that Nair says, quote unquote, I must have been caught up with my own mind or in some kind of daze because for whatever reason, I just kept walking and walking without realizing how far I gone in. I know he says that, but as soon as you realize that you're way off the path and it's getting dark, why not turn back? Because he's like still continuing, even though he is saying that it's getting dark and he knows that he... He knows he does, that he doesn't know where he is, and he knows that he's not prepared to continue going, but he keeps going anyway. Yeah. Which, 
it can't be a paranormal or supernatural reason because the force wants him to fuck out. So yeah, it's that's... just his own curiosity that's making him want to go. Well, I mean, we all know the saying, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> so but... Are you saying that Nair is a cat in the story? No, I'm I'm he saying they were killed by a cat. They secretly have been dead this whole time. No. Uh... <laughs> um but no, I'm I'm wondering like it isn't mentioned in the story. You're, you are right. Like this, this is kind of a weird thing, but like, I wonder if like, maybe like Nair is just like been rolling his will saves like motherfucker <laughs> the entire time. Like, like the GM has been telling him to roll will saves after will save and he keeps passing them. So he's just keep going deeper and deeper. And then when he finally like gets deep enough, he either, uh, or, or either he fails his final will save or he gets into a, a part of the woods that basically triggers a sand check or like, or like a, an alertness check. So, or a perception check that like makes him realize, Oh shit. <laughs> I am yeah. not in the right. I am not supposed to be here. And like, basically his will saves, like he was basically like his mind was like, um, subconsciously defending him against the psychic, like attack of like being pushed out of this forest. Mm. Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it does also straight up say, I must have been caught in my own mind or in some kind of daze. Yeah. And everything. But I kind of wish it was something that wasn't making me think that there was a supernatural draw to the forest. Cause why would it draw him in only to go kick him out, get out? Yeah. Unless, so his, he, he, when he was talking to his friends later, he found that a couple of them had like, even like they've, they'd set up camp in those woods and then woken up and they're, they're, their entire tent and area had been like removed, re- reorganized over to the the main trail. Yeah. So like maybe while while Nair, the reason why Nair got deep so far in is because the fucking entity is dealing with another asshole on the other side of the woods. <laughs> oh, they they were camping at the exact same time. Yeah, or there's or just like some other like people like are just like getting closer. To his, it's basically a tower defense game. <laughs> yeah. Like and and the uh, and and Nair just got deep enough in that like before being repelled by the entity's uh, defenses. It's also possible, and what I assumed from the get go, yeah, that this isn't about the forest itself being the creature. No. It is a section of forest that is filled with multiple different creatures, some of which may, which may be like siren songing him into the woods, like how he got drawn there. And then others like um, furry park ranger, Eagle man saying, get the fuck out. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that that's why there is an unknown draw and compelling feature happening. Oh God. Okay. What if, Uh if this does indeed, again, this is my, my own like headcanon. This is not me saying like, this is, this is truth for the story, but what if, (laughs) yeah. What if, so the silver mist forest borders the Stillwood, and what was drawing Nair into the woods was the Stillwood King. That was the thing that was stalking him with like the le- with like the footfalls and stuff like that behind him, and it was getting closer and closer and faster and faster, kind of like what the Stillwood does. Yeah. And then the other monster, like the Bigfoot or the the shape changing Stranger Ranger, <laughs> um, uh, that was the the entity that lurks in the the actual Silver Mist Forest that tries to keep people out so that they don't go- step into the Stillwood. I see. Yeah. So like so like the Stillwood is beyond the Silver Mist Forest and the the Stillwood King can lure people to its domain through the Silver Mist Forest. 
That's why the SNTF, the Supernatural Task Force, has Stranger Ranger (laughs) (laughs) in the the Silver Mist Forest to keep punks from getting too close to the Stillwood. Hell yeah. (laughs) I straight up had a note that's basically the exact same thing. Ah, shit. I'm sorry for stealing your thunder, man. No, that's fine. You said it was way more gusto than I am. Honestly, I, I honestly like in that like as I was like talking, I just I got there. Like that's yeah. that's how I got. There, so it's like you're building this all in your head, and then it all clicks together. Like as you're saying, it's like, oh, that's why this. Yeah. yeah. Also, Stranger Ranger is now the name of uh, Stranger Ranger. It, on top of being like my name now for this creature, it's also the name of my high school ska band. <laughs> hey, we're the Stranger Rangers. <laughs> that sounds like knockoff Power Rangers. Go, go, Stranger Rangers! And now I want to run a Tokusatsu game where uh, where you guys are t- uh, are are, are um, forest Power Rangers fighting creepypasta esque forest monsters. Yep, <laughs> and protecting hikers and and campers. Damn it! I'll add it to the list of games to run. What are their elements? Ha- Just like hmm? the different types of forest related things, like trees, bugs. <laughs> Yeah, mammals, bugs, <laughs> river or creeks, mountains, <laughs> and heart. Go, play. stranger ranger, he's a hero. God damn, this is a very bardic episode. It is, uh, as all episodes should be. Yes, but yes, also. As back to my quote. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. It, it's fine. I like this. Um. He did. I mentioned this earlier, but he did literally say that he had a satellite phone and a compass for this exact situation of him yeah. being lost, and yet he waits until it's too dark to see to confirm that someone's stalking him and everything. It's just yeah. there's a lot of questionable decisions that Nair does here. I, I dare say, is Nair from Derpland? He might be. Yeah, he's just visiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because this, this is from his, this is this is a force in his home state, so. Maybe maybe he he was maybe he was living in Derplin, so he's a little derpish. Yeah, a little derpish, not super derp. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not a native Derplander, so he he he's he was not just like super he was... derp Osborne. But yeah, no, <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was a Super Dave Osborne reference for those unaware. For for those kids out there who've never heard of Super Dave Osborne, <laughs> look up Super Dave. It's good shit. All right, moving on. Yeah. Every shadow and shape in my path seemed a potential danger as paranoia gripped me. The darkness echoed its black and yellow emptiness at me in waves. It's cool that the story specifically calls out the color of this supernatural emptiness like that. Oh, wait, it was black and hollow. Never mind. I read it. It's black and what? Black and it's blank and hollow. So oh, I read okay. it as black and yellow the first time <laughs> for some I, reason. I was confused because I was like, wait, does it say black and yellow? <laughs> no. <laughs> my brain with its color focus just like oh that's what those are moving on (laughs) yep no other words could possibly be those things yep also just as a quick aside like just quite slight tangent uh Uh, every time you guys you guys have been saying it like constantly like like quoting this one line it's like maybe it was paranoia Maybe it was Maybelline. Maybe it was Maybelline, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I just had to get that <laughs> out. Wait for an angle to throw that in there. It is literally, saying. every time you guys have said that in this, like in your quotes, I have like immediately <laughs> popped in my head, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> yes, God. I have ruined you with that. I'm Damn so... it. <laughs> you, you and that, that commercial from like the early 2000s, I guess. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. The commercial ruined me and I ruined you. Yeah. 
and now we're ruining our viewers. Yay. So this is just a, a vicious cycle of ruining. Then, uh, moving on, Nair gets clotheslined by a branch hilariously. Um, says, I sat up and tried to reorient myself, but when I looked at my compass, something was wrong. The needle on the compass was spinning around like crazy. Did it break in the fall, or was something affecting it? I like that it's showing Nair weighing like the like what could have possibly happened here and the cause of it spinning around. Yeah. And he's like going to rational ways because considering the exposure I have to creepy shit, I kind of assumed Nair would immediately go, Oh, there's supernatural stuff here, it's spinning. But yeah. he immediately went like, Did I break it? Oops. Yeah. The the only issue is like I do I, I agree with my, uh, Mikey on this. I do wish that like the the radio had also gotten a little bit here as well. Or, you know, had any use? Yeah. <laughs> Ever been used? The, am I wrong that the satellite phone was never used? The satellite phone was never used. Okay. It, it literally, like, it's mentioned that that he that they had it, and then it's never mentioned again. <laughs> yeah. They forgot about it. <laughs> I forget. What is the the term Chekhov's gun? Is is that the... The, the uh, Chekhov's the gun is... Light in this? Yeah, Chekhov's gun is uh, a literary um, device where, like, if you can't figure out how to get out of a situation, here's a gun. <laughs> Fabricated shotgun situation. Kind of, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to double check make sure I'm, I've got that correct. <laughs> so, it, yeah, that's what I thought it was. So, in that case, the keychain flashlight would be the Chekhov's gun of this. Chekhov's flashlight. <laughs> a Chekhov's gun is a dramatic principle that suggests that details within a story or play will contribute to the overall narrative. This encourages writers to not make false promises in their narrative by including ex- extemporan- extemporaneous, extemporaneous details uh, that will not <laughs> ultimately pay off in an act. Okay, so basically, if you include... Okay, so no, it's... Uh, the Chekhov's gun is... If you include a gun in the first act, you better fucking use it in the next act. Or... So yeah, Chekhov's gun is actually the satellite phone. Then. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The satellite There's phone satellite is indeed. Phone. Use the damn satellite phone or break it. Yeah, Even breaking the satellite phone is using. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have the gun if you're gonna have the 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 gun or in this case the the uh, the sat radio or the sat phone, fucking use the sat phone at some point in the story. <laughs> Was this edited by um? Uh, freaking uh, uh, how can I not rem- remember his name? Uh, d- I'll I'll get there. It'll be good. Uh, George Lucas, editing out guns to be set to be phones. <laughs> okay, you you were close. It was Spielberg. Fuck! I thought it, I'm like, wait, was it Spielberg or Lucas? I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I the when you think look at Lu- George Lucas, I was like, he CGI. He adds in like. Or he because because George Lucas has altered Star Wars scenes, like uh, who shot first, Han or, yes. or or Greedo. But I think, but then you said like, oh, like he edited out guns. Like, no, that's Spielberg in, in ET, the extraterrestrial. You're thank you're, you're, you're you're welcome, Adam. Um, when uh when he uh decided to switch out the shotguns that the police were holding, uh, for walkie talkies yes. in the in I think the 30th anniversary of ET, and yeah, then it look like the the cops are gonna shoot the kids <laughs> which is funny because nowadays he regrets doing that really he wishes he'd actually like kept the because it made sense like for for them to have guns in that scene but yeah yeah but it's a kid's movie yeah but at the same time like that's what made it dope when you were a kid like in the 80s and watching yeah. et like yeah 
anyway, <laughs> back to your, uh, back to your, um, uh, your, your actual thoughts. Yes. I'll move away from the tangent that we got on from the Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think I hear something. Tangent police. Get a move on. Oh, the tangent police, they've shown up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get it. Uh, what's the next one? All right, this one's very short. Um, I made my way back to my car just as the stars came out to decorate the night sky. I like this little bit of flavor text uh, to the description. Like, it's not spending a ton of time to describe something unimportant like the sky, but mm-hmm. it's doing more than just saying the stars came out, you know? Yeah. So, like, just like someone who got paid to help contact the dead for someone, this is a happy medium. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tangent, please. Come in. There he is. This isn't a tangent, though. <laughs> Get him! Do they have a pun officer on standby? <laughs> <laughs> This is a pun investigator, a PI. Yeah, he's still a PI, yeah. God damn it. You're welcome. God damn it. <laughs> Hate you so much. I mean, again, every time you say that, I say it's fair, because it's true. Yeah. It, it, the hate is deserved and warranted. It's <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Yeah, exactly. But I will move on. I needed to go back there. Something was pulling me back. It was like a piece of me was still there. This time, however, I would go in the morning. This time, I'd be prepared to see something strange. So this whole aspect is a cool way to do a slow build-up to a reveal. Mm-hmm. And it's been done before, but because everything's been done before. But Everything's nice a remix. Be, yeah, basically. Um, especially because like there's some downtime where Nair is like stewing on the idea and reliving the experience and the dream and everything and hyping yeah. up the adventure to go back there. So I, I kind of like that because like the first time Nair went out there, didn't really see anything but was spooked about it repeatedly, like building up the tension. And then we're going to go back and somehow they're going in there expecting to see something weird and they're okay with that. And they're deciding to go in by themselves, which is dumb. Yeah. Why Nair didn't bring someone for A, back up in case it is something dangerous, and B, to confirm that Nair is not insane? Yeah, that's true. Set of eyes? Yeah. Agreed. Like, especially since he's expecting to be attacked. Doesn't even bring the weapon either, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, th- I assume this, this is in America. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they should. Uh, this guy, uh, this this Nair probably has a gun somewhere in their home. Mm-hmm. They should have, uh, and they, they got the right to bear arms. <laughs> Bring that yeah. thing now that we've alienated the Americans in our group in our listenership. I mean, we do that every episode. It's fine. Uh, that's that's true. We do inadvertently alienate every listener <laughs> at some point in time. I will continue. So okay. Nair goes back during the day. He's the forest ranger. As soon as this guy showed up, it kind of pulled me out of the whole vibe of this whole story, honestly. Because, like, yeah, there's still something weird going on, considering his uniform is weird. But it was still... It it completely changed everything. It changed the whole (laughs) vibe and everything. Because, like, it changed it from worrying about some creature that he can't see to some potentially intelligent paranormal entity here all of a sudden. Like, 
it's a completely different genre now. It feels. Yeah, it became more weird fiction. Honestly, the it, it is basically kitchen sink um, kind of situation. Like we're getting thrown. Everything's getting thrown at us. Like also, what the Rangers what threw you off or what, what pulled you out? Not Bigfoot crossing the road. <laughs> no, because it's still a creature. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess. But still, yeah, Rangers like just a dude. But like he's some weird paranormal dude that probably works for the SNTF. Hence the you didn't see anything bit. Yeah. Like, see, but yeah, it definitely works for like some kind of organization. See, like I, I definitely saw it as like it for me. It just kind of it, it made it even it added more to the creepiness because like there's some kind of cover up now going on here. Like it gave me like there's some kind of Ill, there's some kind of intent, not just some kind of like mysterious creature. There's actually an, uh, there's an insidious intent here. Yeah, and I get that, but the whole first encounter with everything, the whole feel I got from it is the sort of feel you get from being in the forest by yourself, being hunted by a creature. Like you could just be stalked by a wolf or coyotes or something in the forest. And it's the same sort of fear. It's like a primal sort of thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're parlaying with a creature. That's a just dude. I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I, I would have taken it more like I, cause I did take it more like it. It's similar. It, it's a, it's a slightly different version of what we got earlier. Where like, in terms of like, no context sort of issue like what the fuck's stalking the character and then this one's like what the fuck's going on why doesn't this guy want me in here why is he why is his why is his name tag blank is this actually the creature like just trying to like why is it trying to ward people off like you still get kind of, of those questions that you're being you're you were asking earlier about like why this is happening and why this thing is doing this we're just getting a few more details that that are either that are expanding on the 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 strangeness of this whole this whole situation yeah but I, I do get like it can also have the unfortunate side effect of, of like pulling somebody out because suddenly their expectation is kind of gone from this or they had a different you have you may have had a different expectation of the story from the 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 strange like vague out of context uh, setup that it had at the, at the beginning of the story. Yeah, because at the start, I, we had no idea what was chasing there because all we got yeah. was the footprints were mimicking his own, which I guess you would extrapolate that out into it's a bipedal creature at least yeah well based on like the fact that it is yeah and based on the fact that it has yeah well yeah we had a bipedal like some kind of bipedal locomotion at the beginning of the story we encountered a we encountered we encountered a uh a bipedal furry bigfoot like creature on the road we then encountered a bipedal being masquerading as a as a ranger and then we got a I for some reason kept thinking that it was actually like a werewolf, not a wolf, like a bipedal wolf rather than a an actual like like four legged wolf. I think I, I just saw it as a wolf because it just yeah. a silver wolf, right? I know, yeah, it does say. I you know, I I think I think my initial thing was that it like it, had, it the 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 ranger had changed into this wolf man creature, but and then we got a a bird man sort of situation uh like at the very end of the story. So like, it's been bipedal the whole time, pretty much. Except for the one time it wasn't. Except for the one time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it was just a weird change in, in gearing for me. Fair. But I'll move on. Then, I'm not going to bring it up again because we keep bringing it up. Fire happened through the forest, burned it all away. Um, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, but okay, so the force burns away and all that, and he says, I don't have to worry about some idiot 
reading the story and heading out there, it's the end of the Silver Mist Forest. Whatever was there, whatever was there, has taken its secrets with it. He, Nair doesn't know that. He doesn't He's, know that whatever <laughs> secrets were there are gone with the fire because the trees aren't necessarily what's important. It's the creatures that were messing with you, not the trees. You, Unless you're absolutely all those yeah. creatures are um, just visions. Yeah, because he didn't I, actually interact with any of them. So again, I think this is like just like the 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 the, the narrator just basically like wishful thinking or hopefully like yes, kind of like thing. But like like again, what I saw last night was or what I heard last night was totally coyotes. It was totally coyotes. Yeah. Coyotes. <laughs> it was certainly not the Eastern Ontario Diamondback Doodlebug. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that was that was Adam's suggestion for what I <laughs> what I encountered last night. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, <Very> Adam. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of a, it's it's a play on like again. Well, that's just your typical Kentucky tree dolphin. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. It was just your typical Eastern Ontario Diamondback Doodlebug. <laughs> god damn it, it's becoming a that's that's like almost reddit no sleep like levels of like long-winded title a little bit it's getting close for <laughs> yeah. sure but regardless back to the quote yeah sorry <laughs> um in regards to the place burning down whatever and yes you're right nair is not necessarily the most reliable narrator because nair doesn't know everything because how could they they're not going <laughs> um there could in regards to the the forest there could be some like important relic that's buried somewhere or some stone structure or a cabin that's off in the clearing that has all the weird shit in it but it's enough of a clearing that the fire wouldn't reach it Basically, i mean hell for all we know it could be an ent- the entity the the thing that the, all those all those manifestate all those uh those creatures that he that they saw could have just been psychic emanations from a sleeping entity beneath like deep beneath the earth just in like above just below that forest yeah, so, so long story short, yeah. the force doesn't necessarily mean that all the creepiness is gone of that forest. It's no. just not necessarily a forest anymore. <laughs> yeah. N- yeah, now now the sequel of this one should be like, oh, they've started building like development there and uh because of the um because uh, of the because so they burned down, down so it's like so they'll call it Black Pines uh Black Pine Hills or something. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's like kind of a poltergeist situation where they they removed the tombstones but they didn't bear they didn't uh they didn't move the bodies they moved the they 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 got rid of all the trees but they didn't get rid of the creepiness yeah pretty much yeah and now they're now the sequel is like like in in the present or like in like 10 20 years from in the future of like of the the present day and there's a suburb there and now these like weird things it's basically creating this is the origin story for Erie Indiana. Mm. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Sorry. Yeah. He's fine. But yeah, either way, um even if the forest was needed in some way for these creatures to survive, there's nothing to say that the creatures won't just move on to the next forest. Like <laughs> yeah, and start all those I get, creatures yeah. or the one entity if these are all um the same entity could just go somewhere else. Yeah, unless they are specifically tied to this area, in which case they're still there, fire or not. Yeah, they've just maybe gone to ground or gone gone to gone into hiding while the forest burned down or something. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the it also kind of like it doesn't that that kind of statement doesn't necessarily negate what Nair says at the end of the story. Like 
there are uh this isn't the only place like this there are other places where monsters yeah. roam it's like yeah you're right the ones where these monsters have now taken up residence <laughs> exactly yeah that's about it okay well uh, i suppose we move on to final thoughts then so like i really like the ideas behind this one like the woods are cre- creepy and crazy can't trust them perfect fodder for creepypasta um I like the idea that like it was just one entity shape-shifting as all these different things to try and like ward off people. I'm not I'm also I'm also a fan of it just being a haven for some supernatural element, like some supernatural faction. Um oh god, this is kind of reminding me of the Transylvania region of of Secret World Legends where there's an entire like in in the in the Carpathian Mountains in a uh, region of of Secret World there's like a whole there's a whole village that uh where all the all the neutral or even good aligned like uh supernatural creatures like werewolves ancient forest gods uh gnomes elves like for, like other like various folkloric like critters and stuff have all taken up residency with the human population to survive and and the kind of like um and to survive the vampire invasion that has happened in in Carpathia mm-hmm so it kind of reminded me of that is like this is like some kind of like a haven for like supernatural entities. Um and maybe that's why the fire was started. It was like something came some monster slayers came in like to take them down and like they had to and they and they basically were trying to smoke them out by burning the forest. Yeah, meanwhile they're all like not exactly dangerous supernatural creatures because all they wanted Nair to do was just leave. <laughs> yeah, just wants to wants people to, wants humans to leave them alone. Like is that so wrong? Like yeah, at no point does do the monsters actually attack Nair like in a in a danger in a in a threatening way. It's mostly just to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like hell, even the story of Nair's friend camping in the woods—they were just they moved him. up and moved them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, I'm not, I, I kind of like that idea a lot. Like, I I might legitimately pull that for our Secret World um, tabletop RPG campaign whenever I get the the rules for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check that out. One less die. Whenever we get, whenever we run that and get posted. Um, <laughs> but back to the story. Um, yeah, I like all these ideas. I also like the mundane idea of like the fog just being some kind of having a gas leak in it, and like yeah. there was just hallucinating this whole. Hence, why like it only they only ever see anything like this when they when they get close to the uh, to the to the silver mist forest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So again, it's it's tapping into a great vein of, of creepiness of creepypasta potential, like forest be crazy, yo, <laughs> like forest be scary. Um, so, uh, I also like how, Oh no, I already said, yeah, I also like how, how this maybe is resolved, but like you said, like maybe not. And also it kind of hints at like, there being a bigger, more global situation. Mm. Like, this one forest is not an outlier. There seem to be, uh, there are like Nair seems to, seems to be, seems to have some knowledge that there are other weird forests out there. Very similar to the one that they've encountered. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's honestly why I'm recommending it. I, I always dig these forest, uh, these forest stories. And this one didn't piss me off enough to like merit even a half recommendation. Like, like, I mean, like in terms of like, it wasn't, it wasn't terribly, it wasn't terrible to read. Um, like I was able to get into it. So, and, and it had a subject that I enjoy. So it, it kind of won me over with all that. So, 
I recommend. But Mikey, the East Eds are evil. Right. Your verdict. So, as stated before, the main issue I had was that there wasn't enough explanation of things before they happened. Like, the or the description was wrong, like going full sprint in the forest. Mm. Um, or like, and suddenly having his keychain flashlight when, when he could have explained that he had his, a keychain flashlight when he was explaining that he had an old emergency satellite phone, but he also never used the emergency satellite phone. Um, yeah, it just vanishes. Yeah. Um, so I guess the main problem I have with this is that the parts that are supposedly rooted in reality aren't worded in a way that makes sense for reality. So there's no, not enough contrast between, oh, that's creepy, but look at me sprint through this forest and trip and fall because. I'm sprinting in a forest. I see. Like. I got to counter you there. Cause like, yeah, it, yeah. He, um, you're, you're just, you kind of contradict yourself there. Cause it's like, it's like, it's unrealistic that he'd be full sprinting in a forest. Oh, look at him fall. It's like that happened in the story. <laughs> he, yeah, he, but... he, went, he tried to full sprint in the forest and he got hit and he got, and he hit something and fell. <laughs> so like, yeah, but it is kind of realistic. Where... He tried. Yeah. So, okay. Well, th- that's where like, the description of the full sprint, uh, like if he didn't just plainly say full sprint and just went on, like maintain, I made the mistake of trying to run in a forest, mm-hmm. like that would have been better in that scenario. But then the issue that I have is like what earlier, which is the the flashlight and it he gets it when it's convenient and that annoyed me because he had a perfectly good opportunity to say that he had a flashlight when he was saying yeah. that he had the phone that, that yeah <laughs> fair okay I'll, I'll give you that one also as as a as a, maybe a fix for like why the satellite never gets used maybe he like maybe it, it fell out of his pocket or like or it fell and like van, like, like fell in somewhere that he couldn't find it when he fell as well. So like he, he was able to find his compass. Oh no, it's not working. Let me get my sat phone. <laughs> Where the fuck's my sat phone. And then like, he if looks around and, that. if it, if, if it's it yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like that would be a fix for that. Like that problem. Or it broke or just don't yeah. write in a sat phone. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> the sat phone's, yeah. I, the sat phone's fine to be there, but you need to yank that away. Like you can't just like forget about it during the story. That's what like, I'm saying. Either yeah. don't write it in or use it. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. No, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm saying also using okay, it fine. to be broken or removed from the character, not necessarily turn it on and use it. All right, fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I I understand. Whatever, I'm I'm done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then like the for me the the creepiness was there, and then it disappeared. Like with the, like I said, with the uh, footsteps, 
like having something following you and mimicking your footsteps to me is rather creepy. Mm -hmm. But then to have the footsteps suddenly a lot louder and no, no longer matching your step, but you still can't see anything. It's like, well, is it running away? Like, You'd be getting it's not it'd be closer. it'd be getting yeah see i'm gonna agree to disagree on this because like yeah no i'd be still creeped out into in, just for a different reason than like oh no this thing's mimicking me oh no it's getting closer now i'm getting anxiety because it's coming at me or like if it's getting louder it's coming at me it's not going away <laughs> yeah but but if it's even if it's coming towards you and you can't see it like that's fucking creepy how do you not think that's fucking creepy? <laughs> <laughs> because at, it it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. Like, like yeah. it, it, I think either it just is running full tilt from the get go, or it's stalking creepily. Like one or the other, but not both. <laughs> Why not? Because okay, so here's my take on that. Like. It's 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 uh it's keeping up it's it's keeping pace with him and like stalking him, and then when it realizes that Nair notices that it's that it's there, that's when it starts like jigs up, like <laughs> comes running at him, like that's it. It telling it switches gears to something to to a different mode, effectively, <laughs> adding on a next another another type of fear, like uh, from my perspective again. But again, you're it, it, if you're not getting the same creepiness, like that's fine. Like it's we are different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it just as soon as the the UFO showed up, uh, I just threw all semblance of reality out the window. Yeah, uh, I will. I, I will admit. <laughs> I, I will admit the once once like the UFOs is in this, it was like all right, this is just throwing everything in the kitchen sink at us, but. I'm also here for that, but yeah. I can see why you would clock out at yeah. that point because that is kind of it, it does kind of get loopy after that. <laughs> yeah. And like and that's where I personally like this because it does have some uniqueness, like the wolf that says turn back. Or turn B-A-C-K. Uh, <laughs> That's not how you spell turn, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> and now, and you're, you're, now you're lunch. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, Stranger Ranger um, was interesting. But it's just... Uh, I couldn't um, sort of root it in reality for myself. Okay. Like, I... Like this is to me is just a story. There's no as soon as it's just a story and I'm desensitized because there's a UFO. <laughs> like the I'm sorry, yeah, you're not a UFO. So, <laughs> so, you're not believe- yeah. do, you, do you not want to believe? <laughs> well, the thing is, creepy stuff can happen, but I'm not going to believe it. Fair. Well, once it loses any sort of rooting in reality. Now, if it explained that or 
the explanation is there's there's a gas leak or something, which is why the forest is misty during the day. Yeah. Um like that, that is actually legitimately a naturally occurring phenomena that has happened that that has been an explanation for like weird shit across the world. <laughs> like yeah. people walk into an area that has a gas leak like gas leaking seeping out of the earth in a mist like form, and then you start seeing like weird supernatural shit. Like that is literally like a a good explanation for a lot of weird shit that that we have in our folklore <laughs> and yeah. uh, across the world. So but then, as Gamerniello pointed out, when he goes back a second time, he should have brought someone with him. Yeah, that yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, and then be like, are, "Are you seeing this?" I was like, "No, I'm seeing a giant frog." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing bodies everywhere. <laughs> like, hey, hey, dude, are you seeing all these logs around? It's like, no, those those aren't logs; those are bodies. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all the people that have come into this woods before and actually like succumb to the gas. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm still at a partial recommendation. Uh, like, uh, cause I like the creativity and adding a bunch of different creatures and whatnot, but the, reality was out the window so all right it didn't have a creepy factor for me yeah all right and then gamer for me i initially said recommended but i think i'm gonna swap it to like a a partial or a high partial now because although (laughs) honestly like i liked it but like i didn't like how it like switched gears on me that's fair yeah it wasn't entirely unwanted. It just changed the pace midway to something that I wasn't immediately into, but like, I get it. But at the end of the day, I feel like this would have more creep value to it. If it was just, if it could be explained away as there was just an animal that was just protecting its area. Even if you went back and there was still like, some creepy thing that you didn't see, but it was still stalking you. It could just be an animal, you know. It's... Okay, so you wanted this to be like just a singular cryptid of some kind, like defending yeah, it its territory. Be, yeah. yeah, just see. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I, I'm, I'm like you again. Like, it's, it's, it's okay <laughs> to have that opinion. Uh, but yeah, I definitely have to agree to disagree because <laughs> uh, I, I just like the, the more complex like aspects of the story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I do like the potential scale of this. Like, it's not just one random force. There's a tons of ton of other areas that do similar things. Mm-hmm. But that also could just be explaining why this takes place in real life, and so does a number of other creepypastas not written by the same guy. Yeah. Um. But like, I enjoyed the read and everything, and the cons didn't really get in the way of things. It just it set up my expectations for one thing and then it did not deliver on that, which was kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll still go like a high partial recommendation because it was still good. It's just, I kind of wish it stuck to its guns a little bit more. So I just, I couldn't get into the 
the Stranger Ranger deal and the UFO and stuff and the lack of common sense that Nair would have be like, I almost died out there last night. I'm going to go there again with no help and no weapon. <laughs> like, bring someone with you. Or bring a firearm. <laughs> or both. <laughs> like, or both, yeah. Yeah. Because like, Especially if you're hiking somewhere you've never been before. It's somewhere you've never been before where you felt like you were about to be attacked last time. Like, you should absolutely bring someone with you. And like satellite phone, you have it. Use it, you know. <laughs> like it's setting check off sat phone. <laughs> it's setting things up to make it seem like Nair does think with common sense, but then doesn't use the things that he brings with him. It's it's weird. So for those reasons, I'm gonna say a high partial, but I can't fully recommend it anymore just because like it's these issues are getting so glaring to me, <laughs> and it's kind of pulling me out of the immersion of this. Yeah, Especially fair. with, like, giant alien ships flying around and no one notices this. If it was stuff all on the ground floor, I would be more accepting of it, but there was a spaceship. I'm... I'm okay, whatever. It's hard <laughs> to hide a spaceship, dude. No, it isn't. It's really not. <laughs> like, if you're... Especially since this is in, like, a national park or, like, somewhere, like, that, those are, like, miles and miles of of generally unpopulated forest and land. <laughs> so... It's not that it's not that hard to think that like a a like some kind of glowing like light in the sky isn't going to get noticed. But again, I'm not going to try and change your mind on this. But maybe if it didn't have a uh, a bright glowing purple light on it, if it had been yellow, you would have been one hundred percent. No, it'd be even brighter. <laughs> it'd be it'd be cooler, but it'd, Game, uh, it'd be less. Like... <laughs> Search your feelings, gamer, in yellow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But it's it's not very stealthy. Because, <laughs> like it says, I'd hear an ominous sound of something approaching, so it makes loud noises, too. And Didn't it has a bright, made... glowing... Yes, I, I just read that. Okay. Like, that's how he, he heard it before he saw it, so it's not like it was silent. Not fair, yeah. And, like, where did that even go with the, the spaceship? Is this whole thing... Yeah, you're assuming that it is actually a spaceship. It might have just like been the entity that the actual entity's like true form is just this like energy ball of purple energy. Yeah. That's also me assuming that. But like, yeah, like that's that's sort of like this is an out of context sort of situation where like we don't get all the facts because and we're not supposed to. That's the point. (laughs) And we never see two entities in the same area or in the same scene together. So exactly. It could be one thing shape shifting, it could be multiple different things. So could be swamp left up in the air. <laughs> could literally be swamp gas. <laughs> yeah, it could just be also nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I feel like it is that now, just because of how random everything is. Like Bigfoot, UFO. There's a ranger, but he's weird. There's a uh, wolf and it talked to me. That could have just been an actual wolf just sitting there. And yeah. but he's imagining it talking to him. Like there's so many <laughs> And then the Mothman like entity showed uh, like escorted me out of the, the area. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's probably just like a, a large flying overhead or something. Yeah, or or a heron of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. You know what people think the Mothman actually is? It's really? just a giant. Well, mo- uh, a lot of people think that like most of the sightings are probably just like a large like marsh bird, like a heron or a or a uh, like a, a stork like creature. 
mm-hmm. or stork like bird like an actual not not like something like cryptozoological but like an actual like speed like a, a already confirmed species of large swamp bird yeah but yeah, well that's all about all i got to say all right well i'm gonna stick with my guns but <laughs> yeah so um i guess uh that brings us to one full recommendation and two partial recommendations. One on the low end, one on the high end. Mm. <laughs> so if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but not that name. We <laughs> know <laughs> <Are you> English. <laughs> Uh, the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end, because the name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T S at gmail.com. We can also leave us suggestions for other creep pastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigor Mortis and select the back of two like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without the stories that you write and post on creepost.wiki or SCP Foundation or what have you online... We really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. And I would certainly not have anything to talk about or that I strangely connect to every fucking week this year. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Um, so thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These tend for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well and stay out of those woods. Mm-hmm.